Welcome everybody to another episode of the Nerd Continuity where we talk about design, development and all other crazy source of stuff that we find online. Today a slightly different episode because we're not going to talk about neither web design or development or other weird stuff. We're going to talk about something more technical, something more specific that you guys asked and the a question that you always ask me on every social media that I'm in is how I managed to move from Italy to Canada, but in particular how I managed to stay and work and find find the work. So because this is a lot of like these information are a lot technical and there's a lot of bureaucratic stuff, I I decided to invite Sabrina, my lovely girlfriend here. Hello Sabrina. Hi guys. How you doing today? It's all good, thanks. Okay, Lovely so night. oh yes, <laughs> pretty, pretty intense, pretty day. sleepy, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I decided to invite you, Sabrina, because you are the gatekeeper. You are the <laughs> only one that knows everything and remembers everything. And I have to admit, during the whole process of documentation and stuff, I was pretty bored pretty easily because I I don't like this stuff, and she's she's It's... the best. It's just that it's a long uh, process and it's really bureaucratic, of course, so it can get pretty boring. So a little bit of background. We moved here was September 2013, right? Yes, Is was right? September 4th, 2013. Oh, you remember I remember the day. exactly the day. Yeah. Holy cow, that's that's. It was skilled. an important <laughs> date. Come oh, on. Oh, yes. The, the day that changed our yeah. life. Yeah, uh, we moved here so almost three years ago, it's two years almost. or something. And we started planning this more than two years before. I just remember the day in January when I called you and I told you, I'm so pissed, I'm so over it, let's move out, I hate this country, let's do something. And I sent you the link for the working holiday visa. Yeah. So what's this working holiday visa? The working holiday visa is a six-month uh, open work permit that is basically the, uh, I don't know, the only thing that you can use to move to Canada from another country because it allows you to work for whoever you want for six months. Uh, I mean, six months from Italy because from other countries is usually one year long and uh, it's pretty... Um, convenient because because to work in Canada you need a work permit you can't just come here and I don't know find a work or yeah you can't just like hop on a plane arrive in Canada and say I want to work yes it's, it's totally illegal like yes. <laughs> I, I get a lot of questions from Italians or other Europeans then ask me if they can just come here as like tourists and find a, a job and I'm always like don't do that it's totally illegal like yeah. you can't do that it's so, so dangerous yes so working holiday visa is um, an open work permit so it's it's really cool and it's the I, I think I mean it's the I think it's the first step to move to Canada for yeah. a lot of people So what does it mean, open work permit? There are different types of work permit. Usually the work permit is bounded to an employer. 
So an employer has to sponsor you and to send documents to the Canadian government to say basically that he wants you to work for him. And, um, and so the government then has to send a reply back and say, yes, this guy can work for you and he's going to send you a work permit to stay in Canada. And usually the work permit is two years long. Mm-hmm. So open work permit means that you can work for whoever you want. They don't have to sponsor you because you already have the work permit. So yeah. you can see that it's pretty great. Yeah, it's pretty convenient. And um, as you pre- previously said, like we had the disadvantage that from Italy is yeah, just six Italy. months and it's just insane. It was six months sounds like a really long time, but it's actually not like... No, he went like... I don't know how do you say he went like a blink yeah really. it was just like insane and it's not enough to find a permanent solution it's not enough to find a permanent home it's not enough to improve a lot of your english like our english improved a lot in the past year maybe so after almost two years we were here and just as a quick background we didn't speak very well English. Like, our English was awful. No, I mean, it sounds bad. It it sounds really bad, said like that, because our English was good, but was good for uh, an Italian level. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) For a foreigner that doesn't really know how to speak. Yes, like we knew English, but from school. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't good at, like, conversation level. So yeah, uh, th- from this point of view, I I feeling I'm feeling that Canadians know that everyone is from another part of the world. Like they accept everyone. It's a really um, open country. They accept whatever type of nationality, of ethnicity, religion, whatever. Oh, so definitely. They are totally open to understand you and trying to help you if you don't really, if you don't speak really well English. So you have to know English, you have to know how to communicate, but you don't need an excellent level of English to work or live here. Everyone is willing to help you. Even your employer is super willing to help you if you do a good job. So a lot of questions that I, I, I get is, are that, do I need to speak English super well? I Do I need to be like super fluent in English or it's fine like an, an average high school level of English? It's fine to begin with. To but, begin with, yeah. But yeah, no, it's like you don't need to be super fluent in English or like a teacher level English. Or that. I mean, if like, I mean, if your English is better, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's better for you, of yeah, course. Yeah, absolutely. But, <laughs> but yeah. they don't expect uh, that you talk like a um, like an English speaker. Like they know that it's not your first language. Mm-hmm. Like English here is for... I don't know, 70% of the people, the second language. Yeah. But anyway, but moving on with our process, after applying for this working holiday visa, actually before applying for the working holiday visa, we thought about this for almost a year and we prepared ourselves for more than a year by, what did we do? We stopped doing everything. (laughs) 
<laughs> the first time you show me the um, working holiday visa website, I was pretty skeptical mm-hmm. because um, I wasn't sure about that. And it's a really big decision. I mean, moving basically to the other side of the world because yeah. yeah, the West Coast is it's really far from Italy. Yeah. So we thought about that for a while and then we decided it was okay now or never. And so from that, um, it passed another uh, entire year because it was September 2012. Yeah. And we decided, okay, we're going in a year. And so we started saving money. I think mm-hmm. that is the first big step you have to take. Yeah. Save money like as much as you can. Like put everything aside. Yeah. And also because there's a limit, like a minimum amount required from the working holiday visa. Yeah, it's not so much. I mean, I don't know if now it changed because, yeah, it, yeah it's it's been uh, some time. Yeah. But when we applied for the working holiday visa, they wanted that we had at least $2,500 each yeah. to, um, um, to show them that we could have support. Yeah, we could support ourselves, we could sustain in the possibility that we didn't get any type of job yeah i mean and it's even not so much if you think two thousand five hundred dollars for six months like it's i don't know i don't think it's gonna be enough if you don't find um, any jobs so but it's the minimum required Mm -hmm. to to enter canada so we stopped basically going out hanging out with friends traveling uh going on vacations it was just working 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 yeah we just worked yeah, I did a lot of freelancing in that period. It was terrible. But in the meantime, I was really hopeful for our like change of this lifestyle, this new lifestyle that was uh, coming in the future. So I decided to do a bunch of things from a web developer point of view. I updated my website. I rebuilt completely my website. I started publishing blog posts or articles about web development in English. Instead, before I used to do it in Italian. And I started following tutorials in English and watching TV shows in English without subtitles just to I don't know, just to improve my English, just to improve my um, listening, because listening is the most important thing. You can express yourself with few words, but if you don't understand what they're saying, it's just terrible. So yeah, I, I focus myself on rebuilding my, basically my online image. So I updated all my social medias, I created my YouTube channels and all this kind of stuff. So yeah, that's a more personal point of view, but um, we did all the documents for this working holiday visa and they were a lot of documents, right? Not so many. Uh, there were a lot of documents. <laughs> Compared to what we had to do for the other work permits oh, yeah. and the permanent Definitely. residency, I think the first documents for the working holiday visa were like super easy. But yeah, and, and I remember when we got the email about the working on the visa that we finally got it mm-hmm. and I was at work and I was so happy mm-hmm. and yeah, that was another big, um, that was another big day for us yeah, because I... finally we knew that we, we were we free. Got, <laughs> no, finally yeah. we got the visa and yeah. we could, we could go. So um, after you get the visa, you have 
if I remember right, one year to use it. Yeah. So you don't have to use it immediately, but after one year it expires. But better use it because it's just it once just, yeah. in a lifetime. Yeah, so. yeah, you can't apply again. Mm. So if you get a working holiday visa, go. Because that's mm-hmm. it. It's the only chance you have. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so lots of documents, uh, lots of savings, no personal life anymore. <laughs> it was just like, pretty boring that year. But we applied the working holiday visa and everyone else in our country applied as well. We got lucky. They accepted our application. So we were ready to go. And it was, we got the confirmation on... January or February 2013, I think. I think it was late February. Late February. We took the tickets tickets. for our flight on March. It was March 2013, yeah. And we decided to come in September. Why we decided to come in September? Why? Why? (laughs) That's a good question. Because it was exactly one year after we decided. Did, we, no, ha- did were... we have another... Oh, reason? yeah, definitely. We did a bunch of research, don't you remember? We did a bunch of research about kind of the best time to move into another country. So. Oh, I see, yeah. And we <laughs> did it from the developer point of view. So I researched a lot and I found out that most of the time companies start hiring or in January at the beginning of the new year or in September, just right after summer yes september october are the months where companies start hiring a lot and january as well so we had these two choices or september or january we were pretty scared about the weather we were pretty scared about (laughs) winter we knew like in italy we barely have some snow especially in rome like we don't go below zero (laughs) and it's just like it's really mild it's like mediterranean temperature so we were super afraid about the weather yeah but for that we chose vancouver yeah we chose vancouver our first choice was toronto yeah uh, just because it was like the biggest city in canada and it's really close to a lot of other cool cities but then we saw the um, temperature in the winter that is like negative 40 degrees mm-hmm. and it's so good. unbearable. So, so we were good. like, no, we can't yeah. survive. And so we ended up in Vancouver because it's basically the only city in Canada with a mild winter. Yeah. And we picked September because other than the higher hiring perspective from companies was also because it was still summerish and it was going to be winter but kind of slowly we wouldn't travel from uh like summer temperature to like super cold winter and snow in just one day so we decided to pick september and it was a good choice yeah, because yeah, yeah. i found a lot of job offers and small yeah but that's another story though that's another what story what you want to say uh, that's another story absolutely but just a small advice from italy or i think from europe is the same when you're looking for a job you start doing it like three months six months in advance like you send a job application or a job uh, requ- a request for an interview or whatever and you wait three months four months five months or they answer to you like after a year or sometimes then don't answer at all here in Canada, it's completely different. 
If you send a job application, they answer you or the same day or in a week or they tell you something before. So less than a week, less than a week. Yes. Yeah. So I started sending job applications in August. So one month before taking the flight and I had answers the next day. Okay, can you come tomorrow? And I was like, oh, I'm kind of the other side of the world. So I started searching seriously for a job three days before taking the flight. And that was a pretty ballsy move because we didn't have the certainty of finding a job. So it was just... Yes, but here in Canada, it's all pretty fast. Yeah. So yeah, a piece of advice to search for jobs and um, accommodations. Look for that when you're here in Canada already and you're ready to go immediately because yeah they can call you for the same day or for the day after to go for an interview or to go to see an apartment and you have to be immediately available mm -hmm. so for sure don't start um, to in too much in advance because it's totally useless because you're going to waste like a lot of opportunities mm -hmm. just because you're not ready or you're not there like yeah. physically <laughs> so another piece of the story is that we chose canada and in particular vancouver not just for the weather okay so yeah the weather is yeah. good <laughs> but because of alex job yeah. so actually i um, i made some research before and um we decided to move for his job because a uh, web developer um as a web developer and designer he um he was going to have a lot of opportunities yeah. here in Canada, in particular in Vancouver, there is like a tech city with a lot of tech companies. Mm -hmm. And so I was, um, I was so keen to come here because I was like, okay, Alex, you're going to find a job like immediately. And so I was taking care of all the documents because I was kind of pushing him to go. <laughs> but yeah, and Thank then you. we succeeded because <laughs> yeah. you found a job when? Say four that. days <laughs> after landing here like immediately <laughs> yeah, four days after four days yeah i had my first job interview the morning after like we landed it was 5 p.m 6 p.m yeah it was late we went to the hotel we went to sleep and at 7 a.m in the morning i was already out for my first job interview yeah it uh, <laughs> was pretty shocking <laughs> i didn't understand pretty much 90% of the conversation that I had. That's why I didn't get that job, but it was but. fine. But it wasn't my fault. I applied for a position and they asked me if I was willing to do something else, like AngularJS. I didn't know AngularJS two years ago. And they asked me, oh, you apply for front-end development. Do you want to do uh, JavaScript and AngularJS? I was like, I don't know that. Okay, we don't need you. Good good stuff but anyway that yeah, was, but it was a good experience it was and a great I, experience i really think you were really great because was your first interview yeah. in english in canada yeah after being uh like traveling all day super before. jet lag <laughs> yeah so like it was a great experience yeah so uh, i'm very proud oh, thank <laughs> you. Oh, so sweet oh, so good uh i made a good decision to bring her here right <laughs> um anyway so the first day after the super high failure of this job interview we did a lot of stuff because when you arrive here you have to do a lot of stuff you have to build your own life yeah. once again 
completely and just from the simple things of like having a cell phone like we had to activate our new canadian cell number then you have to activate your the sin number that, that is, is the first scene. yeah what's what's this sin the sin number is the social insurance number and it's the number that you need to work because mm-hmm. it's yeah it's the number that they require uh, when you sign like a, an employment agreement and it's the number that um, you use for your tax return so it's a very important number and you don't have to bring that around with you like never <laughs> yeah. so just use it when you need it and then keep it safe somewhere yeah it's pretty it's pretty dangerous if you yeah. lose it and someone steal it someone steals it they can steal your identity yeah, it's, it's like pretty dangerous so deal. yeah and we didn't know that we we don't have this <laughs> kind of stuff in italy we have our identity card like our id but your ability to find a job or to get hired is not related to a number to your social insurance yeah, no, number I don't think that here if you don't have that you basically don't exist so you <laughs> yeah actually another thing about the sin number is that when you come here with a work permit that it's uh, limited to a certain time mm-hmm. so it's going to expire your social insurance number starts with a nine so that's another thing because sometimes they can ask you during like interviews or when you apply online for jobs to insert the first number of your scene and that it's because they want to see if you have a nine so it it means that you're like a temporary worker in yeah. canada and when we got the permanent residency our scene number changed to from nine to seven so seven is the permanent scene so yeah. it's not gonna change so it's great it's pretty good achievement <laughs> yeah so um yeah the first days were super hectic i don't know we did a lot of stuff we opened a, a bank account they want a bank account don't even think to come here and don't open a bank account and keep all your money like cash in your wallet or underneath your pillow <laughs> you have to open a bank account absolutely they want you to open a debit card you cannot have a credit card because your work permit has to be longer than one year in order to have a credit card so for now you have just a debit card and then we created our cell phone numbers we uh, started started searching for an apartment oh, that, that was, was super yeah. terrible because <laughs> we had that hotel for we booked an hotel yeah. just for six days seven days we arrived in canada without a job because we were looking for that and with um and staying in a hotel for five days five so days. we booked the hotel for five days because so. we were really um let's say we were we wanted to save money and we we were pretty confident confident okay yeah we, we were confident to find the house an apartment or whatever in a very short time because we uh we did some research before and we knew that here is all pretty fast yeah so we were like it's useful it's useless that we search for an apartment before we have to search for it when we are in canada yeah 
So, but yeah. we did it. We managed to find an apartment. <laughs> find I an managed apartment. <laughs> to get hired and all this kind of stuff. So yeah, all in a very short time. Yeah, all in the first like week. Like four days. It was in insane. Four days, yeah. Yes, it was pretty insane. And after that, our life started pretty much slowly. Our we Canadian started, life. yeah. <laughs> we started taking public transit. We started exploring a little bit, not too much, because always remember we were allowed to stay only for six months so my main goal in order to stay was to ask for a sponsorization from yeah. my employer yeah a lot of people come here with like a working holiday visa and they go exploring they basically are tourists for the first two or three months and I can maybe understand that if you come with a one year working holiday visa, but coming from from Italy, we had that big disadvantage to have just six months. Mm-hmm. And it's so short time. So the first four, five months, we were so focused on just getting the sponsorization yeah. and getting the documents done and sending everything because we had the plan, like we wanted to stay in Canada. So because we had this plan, we were just focusing on it. Yeah. And at the end, we succeeded. Yeah. So it was good. Yay. But yeah, like don't waste time. So oh, if you definitely. have already a plan that yeah. you want to, uh, something that you want to achieve, just point to that. Don't waste time. Mm-hmm. Because if you succeed and you're going to stay in Canada, then you're going to have time to explore and be like a tourist. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. But yeah, the first, but before the first you time. To, yeah. Even a year, guys. Even if you have one year work permit, it's... It's really it's, fast. Yeah, it goes really fast it's like not enough not enough to learn english build a new life find friends find a job find a permanent solution applying for documentations and all this kind of stuff it's just a lot of stuff yeah of course our point of view is from people that don't is from people that don't speak english as a first language so of course if you come from a country like england or australia you're uh, are advantage a yeah. bit because anyway English is your first language so maybe you're gonna have less problems of course but like for Europeans that's speaking another language um, I, I mean the first months are really hard yeah. because it's a totally different word and even if you know English um, having to use that every day every single moment it's it's really hard on your brain. <laughs> <It's>, yeah, <laughs> like it gets it gets tiring. Like we were so tired at the end of the day just because we were all day talking and thinking in English. Yeah. So it's it's very tiring. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So moving on, three months passed, and I pretty ruthlessly <laughs> asked to my boss, to my former employer. Uh, can you do the sponsorization for me? Can I apply for the um, um, permanent residency? Because I was tired to wait and just already three months were passed. So half of our time was gone forever. So I was pretty scared. And we had a bunch of different options. So at that time, we, we could apply for different stuff 
But now we're going to talk about these things, but just remember that Canada changes his laws and changes his way of doing or dealing with immigrations pretty much once a year. So all this stuff that we're telling you right now probably are not active anymore. Like um, the work, like the program, the general work permit is always valid. The problem is that they change the... Um, uh, requirement to apply yeah. and Canada is getting tougher yeah. from that point of view kind of like the US yeah. and so they really want skilled worker uh, workers so and the program we apply to um, now is open again but closed for like some months yeah. after we applied so actually we got lucky and we got <laughs> accepted just before yes. it closed down because it got too many applications yeah so that's They're also this problem yeah they have like a lot of uh, people that want to apply to stay in canada and so it, it's getting tougher and tougher to mm -hmm. get uh, into these programs yeah so the the different option before leaving italy i found online this program called uh, pnp the provincial nominee program for the bc that is the uh, british columbia the, the province in vancouver is in and i decided we have to apply for this mm -hmm. because was a program that allow that allows you it's it's open now uh, allows you um, to get into the permanent residency a little bit faster um, and Alex uh, with this kind of job could apply for that so I was like okay if you get the sponsor you have to apply directly for the PMP just yeah. because we want to stay in Canada so it was I think the easiest and uh, the quickest the, the, yeah it was like the most intelligent way to stay yeah. in canada because it was the quickest way yeah uh, most intelligence uh, the most in the clever yeah, one yeah, i don't I, know yeah like it was the only way i like how humble you are <laughs> like we were pretty fucking smart yes i know was a smart move <laughs> yeah no absolutely, from my point absolutely. Of view, yeah we didn't we didn't move. waste time so like if yeah. you want to move to a country you have to search for all the programs because maybe you missed something and mm -hmm. there was a program that was like the quickest way and you didn't know about it because it wasn't very popular at yeah. that time but yeah after we applied it got so popular mm -hmm. that got closed so yeah so that's good. another story yeah. but um so that was the first uh, program that we wanted to apply mm -hmm. to if you don't want to stay in canada forever i mean maybe you want to stay here just for some time you can apply simply for a work permit that is gonna last for two years mm -hmm. the process is basically the same because you you always have to get an employer that has to sponsor you and then the government has to send an answer back yes or no yeah you hope for yes yeah uh, yeah but the, the steps are the same so if you want you get a work permit for two years and so you have time yeah. to decide if you want to stay in Canada after that. Yeah. But yeah, we applied directly for this program because it was the program that... Oh. Because it was a provincial program for skilled workers. Yeah. So it was totally perfect for Alex. Mm -hmm. yeah, we uh, checked the, yeah, we checked the ranking. And of course, in the top position was like IT and uh, 
software engineering and all this kind of stuff. So they Canada was looking for the role I was meant to work to. So it was it was pretty good. Yeah, every job in Canada uh, is in this kind of like um, ranking system. Yeah, it's like a ranking system that basically has the jobs ranked in like A, B, C, yeah. D, and it depends, of course, uh, about the. Um, uh, qualifications required for the job mm-hmm. so if it's required like a degree or like a lot of years of experience and uh, the job of web developer and designer is like all together in the same category was uh, ranked like really high yeah. <laughs> and also was a really wanted job is yeah. right like yeah, there, there were like so. a lot of there were a lot of job offers for this kind of position. Anyway, for all this stuff, also like applying for this PNP, uh, I asked to my employer. He said, "Yes, of course, I'm gonna give you all the information, all the documentation you need. The problem is not that it's not that easy. It's not that okay. You have an employer that is willing to sponsor you, and you have a, a permanent job position, and all this kind of stuff. It's." It's not that easy because every time you apply for something, the government has to evaluate you. So they can totally, they have the power to do, they can totally reject yeah, they can your say no. application. Even if your application is totally legit, even if you have everything and it's perfect and you're inside the rankings, they can totally say no for whatever reason they want. And it, that's that was pretty scary. Especially because when you send an application, you wait a long time oh my for God, just an answer. So, long. Yeah. so we sent the application in January 2014. Yeah, because we, we were a bit yeah. slow in sending the applications. Yeah, we needed a lot of we documents. We needed a lot of documents uh, from the employer. At the end was like January 2014 or like it was February actually. When we, we finally, when we so finally got all the documents was February yeah. and we actually went <laughs> to the PMP office yeah. that is inside the, um, uh, the library in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. We went there just to be sure that they got all yeah. the documents we immediately. Physically, <laughs> yeah. we didn't send it we via mail. Yeah. Physically brought the so envelope. We, we left all the documents, it was February and then we just had to wait and our work our working holiday visa expired in March. Yeah, exactly. So that was so a bad moment. The we we arrived at that point that we had to decide. Our work permit was expired, so we weren't allowed to work anymore. But my employer was willing to wait for me, so he said, "Okay, when you get the new work permit, you can start working again." So what to do the waiting time when we sent the application the waiting time estimated waiting time was one to two months yeah it was just one month so we said okay (laughs) let's do a ballsy move let's stay here let's not go away because we had also the possibility to go back to italy wait for an answer and then come back with a new work permit. a waste of time and money. Exactly. So we said, okay, let's stay here. Let's apply for a visitor visa. That is the the tourist visa for three months. Let's apply for that. Let's stay in Canada. Let's 
do nothing like let's not go out let's not travel let's let's stay in the house save as <laughs> much money as possible we were starting all over again like not doing anything saving money and just waiting and just waiting it and was that so was bad. so frustrating <laughs> it was so terrible we were so scared and we waited for how long actually three months <laughs> because after one month of wait they updated the waiting times yeah on the website and they said that because of the amount of application they were delaying the process time the processing time to up to three months yeah no then it became like six months I, yes. I got really scared when uh, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, we were freaking out because <laughs> we were, we didn't have money anymore. We were like just wasting all our money just to pay the rent and pay bills and eat and just survive. Like, I mean, Vancouver is not cheap. It's not cheap, so absolutely. So it's not an easy city to live in if you don't have an income. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, we were pretty scared. And we were really close to be forced to go back to Italy and just wait there. Uh, it's just because when you send these documents to the government, you don't know if the answer is going to be positive. Like yeah. you hoped so, but you don't know. And yeah, you, you can't do anything at all. You can't even call or contact oh, someone no. and yeah. ask what about my application. So you don't know. You are just to wait yeah. completely blind. And like just that so we had to wait and we waited for three months without knowing like anything at all and then finally finally we got the yeah the answer. oh my god that was the best day ever we got the answer was uh, like, a month before our visa visa was expiring yeah it was so, around may yeah and we did everything as fast as possible <laughs> the the good thing that turned out we made the the we, we chose wisely we decided to stay because they contacted us and they asked us more documents or a clarification on other documents oh, so you're right. so we were able to do that yeah. super quickly yeah. like in just one day because we were there we were still in canada they if, asked for yeah. like a um, translation they required a translation more yeah. than needed and yeah if we were in Italy. If, yeah, if we had been in Italy yeah. at that time, we couldn't have done that. Yeah, it would, so, yeah, it another, would have been possible. Another yeah. advice is wait in, in Canada or in the country where you are mm -hmm. uh, when you apply for something like uh, immigration related. Yeah. It's always better to stay on the place. Yeah, exactly. Especially because when they ask you, when you have an application in progress and they ask for more documents, you have... A deadline like we need these documents before two weeks and if you don't send us this document your application will be cancelled that's that's the deal so if they ask you something just send it right away don't wait because they they're ruthless they they cannot waste time they have too many applicants and that's it so yeah no for sure we got the um, positive Answer we just on... got the approval for yeah. the PMP. That meant that we just got accepted into the PMP program. Oh, yeah. So we had to wait all that time 
just to get accepted into just the to program. know if we could apply yeah. to and the so, actual pmp yeah so then after that we finally applied to the pmp program there yeah. is the real program to apply for the permanent residency yeah. So before it was just, okay, we're yeah. just checking you if you're right, yeah. if, if it's everything good. The good thing about having the approval for the PMP is that with the approval, we were able to get yeah. the, work permit. another work permit extended for two years. So it was a temporary still, but at least for two years. And mine was a closed work permit bounded to my employer, uh, Sabrina had an open work permit so she was able to work for yeah, anybody because i got mine as a spouse yeah. of the first applicant yeah so if you are a couple uh, just be sure to have all the documents to prove that you're an, an actual couple if you're not married of course a way to prove it is to share an apartment and to have like a contract a rental contract mm -hmm. signed with both names or having um, a joint bank account yeah these are two things to prove that you are together. For more than one year. For more than one year, of course. Like if you're together for less, no. Yeah. <laughs> two weeks. But... Come on low. No, doesn't work like that. But yeah. Yeah, so, so we got yeah. the work permit thanks to the PMP. Yeah. And so um, while they were processing our application for the PMP, we could stay in Canada yeah. with the work permit. So it was all still... It was in still, progress. yeah, it was the, and the actual PMP application that we sent after uh, getting the new work permit that actually to get the new work permit, we did the flagpole that it's when you cross the border and you turn immediately back and you go back in the country. So you actually physically leave the country and go back. Because to get the, per the work permit, you have to leave the country and re-enter. Yeah, so that was... That was pretty scary, but it was pretty cool, actually. Um, <laughs> but so the the overall process of the PMP, also that one, even if you have the approval, it doesn't mean that it's going to be positive because, yeah, no. you, you, you can apply now. You have the approval, you can apply, here's the new work permit, but the actual PMP application can be totally rejected. So we were still in the process of knowing if we... Totally could totally. actually yeah. stay and that was yeah it, it's been a roller coaster of emotions since the, the first day we we landed and that yeah. was another long process it took a year because it took no it took one year and a half one year and a half that That's was super true. long yeah we got our permanent residency in july last, last july 2015 so and we applied in june 2014 yeah, so it took oh, it took one year. It took one yeah, year. Yeah, but I'm counting also like the months before. Yeah. When we and sent also, the first well, application. When we got the approval for the permanent residency, it took four months to get the actual PR card and to change our work permit because after you be you become permanent resident you have to remove your work permit because you don't need it anymore. You have to go again at the border and they have to put something inside your uh, passport. <laughs> <laughs> so the process was still going, but at least we had... No, once you have, the, the, answer, once the, you have the confirmation yeah. of permanent residency, it's fine. 
like you you yeah. you are a permanent resident the problem is that you have to wait for the card yeah. so it's better if you don't leave the country meanwhile oh, no, definitely. because you need your um, permanent residency card yeah and also during the overall process of waiting for the PMP to tell us yes or no, uh, there are different steps, there are different yeah. stages. So every time you pass to another stage, <laughs> they ask you more documents. It or they like ask a game. You, they ask you more payments. <laughs> and that's something that oh, yeah, a lot it's of really important if you decide to apply for the permanent residency. It's expensive yeah it's a lot like we spent an average of five thousand dollars i mean it's since like, the beginning. i know i know it's a lot of money but compared to other countries oh, it's yeah, not so right. much in other countries i know they ask much more yeah but yeah just be sure to have some savings to use yeah, right. just to apply yeah. because you never know also when they're gonna ask you for other documents mm -hmm. or for translations especially if you come from a country where uh, english is not the first language so you're gonna have all your documents in another language and you have to translate them all from a certified translator and that's very expensive yeah it's like stupidly expensive yeah, because just to translate yeah, three words like three four words that like super stupid words yeah so good <laughs> <laughs> well um so that's that's pretty much it i think like this overall process changed a lot yeah i recommend you to always look at the cic website that is the immigration that um, is on yeah canadian immigration and website. the website is cic.gc.ca you can find the link in the description below the video of yeah. course always check that and mm -hmm. read very carefully every single page like i did like that so every time they ask me how i moved to canada how i found all the programs it's not like that i had some magical power i oh, just you, you do, you do. <laughs> i just read uh, all the cic website mm -hmm. i read all the programs available and what was suitable for us and especially for uh, Alex's uh, position and uh, so yeah just be careful read everything you I don't think that you need an immigration lawyer or a consultant like a lot of times they ask me if I use someone I just like did everything by myself because I wanted to have I wanted to be sure about everything and so I think the best thing is to do it by yourself because uh, the lawyers are very expensive like they take I don't know four thousand dollars to fill an application that mm -hmm. you can totally fill by yourself yeah. so I think it's a waste of money but that depends by by you for sure yeah and yeah so save money wait be prepared to to wait long time because it's a time. yeah you know it's a government thing it's bureaucracy and so the process the, the process time is very long and uh, be prepared before so before yeah. leaving your country uh, be prepared like know what you want to do yeah and also on the other side like be prepared with a plan B. We had a plan B. If, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If this wasn't going to be, we were prepared to go back to in, to Italy and 
do something else. Yeah, like nothing is sure. Nobody can assure you that you're going to succeed 100%. So always be prepared, Mm -hmm. yeah, to do something else and... Hey, but it went pretty great, Yeah, actually, actually it was pretty stressful and long and we had a lot of problems because of course we had problems with documents and translations and whatever. But at the end, I have to, to say it went pretty straight like it's like yeah it's, it happened what we wanted to yeah. happen so yeah, he, like our plan yeah. before leaving italy was to get the pmp permanent residency and so we got there so great <laughs> so good <laughs> so yeah good. they didn't kick us out no from the country. and i i knew i admit that um like we are a team so we work together yeah. me and alex not really i uh, <laughs> i just complain but I was the one that was uh, working on all the documents yes. for the government. Yeah. But he was the one that was actually working, like at the beginning, of course. Then mm-hmm. I found the job too. <laughs> but it, we we kind of knew that like his job was the one that was going to um, let us stay in Canada. Yeah, and I'm totally fine with that. Like I was the first one to say, Alex, you have to go to Canada. <laughs> It's like the perfect country for you because they're looking for web developers. Like, yeah. And in Vancouver, they they have actually a shortage of web developers. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a great place yeah, if you work in IT <laughs> or, yeah, in web development. Yeah. Would you do that again all over? Oh, my God. I mean, probably. <laughs> but, like, if I have to think about the first months here in Vancouver, uh, oh were, my God, terrible. Yeah, they were Like they were, tough. yeah, tough, stressful, frustrating. And just because our English wasn't so good, as, mm-hmm. as he said, and um, yeah, so it wasn't good to talk with people. Like now, now I feel very confident, Alex too. And yeah. so we don't have any problems to go around in the city, talk with everyone. And we have both great jobs beautiful house like it's all perfect now like i mean <laughs> pretty much <All> perfect. <laughs> but yeah the first six months also all the first year yeah. we can say and like, was pretty tough yeah. and overall we came from a situation in italy where we were both low income no money no oh, opportunities yeah. and we worked hard we read actually mostly Sabrina she read everything she did a lot a lot of research and she never gave anything for granted so that's something that a lot of time especially from Italians I don't know why I I, I get this like oh I, I got the, the working only the visa I came to Canada, and, but I didn't know what to do. So six months has passed and I'm back in Italy and now I don't know how to go back. If you decide to change your life, you have to freaking do it properly. You have to study, you have to learn, you have to document yourself. You have to be prepared to everything, to like the worst case scenario. You cannot say just, okay, let's just move there and let's see what's gonna happen definitely that's the the worst thing like if you get the working holiday visa the it's once in a lifetime you can't waste it uh, absolutely yeah. or 
maybe yeah you come to Canada but you don't want to stay okay totally fine but if you plan to stay you really work through it because it's your only chance I mean mm-hmm. and Definitely. yeah and never give up oh so absolutely just work on you everything totally you get it. no yeah. like work on everything you get yeah. and just don't be scared and do what you have to do don't wait for other people to tell you what to do it's like the the worst thing when I get this questions on like Facebook or whatever or people asking me um, what they have to do or like how you move to to Canada I don't know what to do I'm always like okay that's the CIC website read that like it's written there uh, like yeah. I, I can't it's not a secret like yeah, it's, it's not like... something private that we did and we don't want to really? share it's it's... Like... yeah it's not that I don't want to share how I I made it through it's I, I can't tell you how I did everything but we just did it <laughs> you, you have to to do that by yourself yeah so I mean if you move to another country if you move abroad and you want to stay in that country the first thing you have to say to yourself is okay I'm going to do that for myself by myself don't wait for other people to tell you the answer like just 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 work <laughs> All right. She's tough, right? She no, it's pretty. Tough. I yeah. get a bit upset when yeah, I get no, this um, I mean, yeah. with these questions yeah. because it's it's it seems a bit sloppy. <laughs> like if you have, okay. <laughs> if you okay. have this, if you I, have this I mindset, just, I just lost a thousand <laughs> subscribers. Thank no, you. If you have this it was mindset, great having you here. Don't if, don't go abroad. Yeah, stay no, home. <laughs> well, I think these wraps. Our entire episode, it was pretty great. We gave you all the information that we had, all the steps, we listed all the steps that we did. Of course, we left out all these super technical things that, as we said multiple times, they change year by year. So they don't even apply anymore. Uh, They're not useful anymore for this, like the current PMP application or the current other opportunities. We didn't check anymore, but... As usual, check the cic.gc.ca website to learn all the different ways. If you want to come here, be friends and hang out with us. It's going to be awesome. But anyway, thank you so much, Sabrina, for your time. And You're welcome. For your I thorough hope, explanation. I hope I wasn't too tough. No, she's super sweet. <laughs> she's super nice. And people of the internet, where they can find you, Sabrina? myself okay i'm pretty no. much <laughs> not yourself another I'm pretty one. Another much sabrina. everywhere so Holy if you shit. just look online for sabrina miso m-i-s-o and i yeah <laughs> currently a virus is gonna <laughs> get installed on your computer and i use terrible. a lot a lot instagram and my facebook page and recently my youtube channel so if you wanna watch some videos yeah and if you wanna learn more about vancouver if you wanna see vancouver with the eyes of a foreigner or with the eyes of a lady that dreams about flowers and dogs (laughs) You can just check Sabrina Miso YouTube channel to see a bunch of silly videos and really emotional <laughs> and cute videos. Um, 
That's fine. That's really great. You、They're、should check、cute. that out. Yeah, yeah that's super <laughs> cute. Absolutely. She, she's learning how to make videos and she do everything. She does everything by herself. So it's pretty great. Of course. Of course. <laughs> With me, as usual, you can find me everywhere as well. I'm on Twitter at Alicad and Facebook, Facebook page, and on my YouTube channel. If you're listening to this podcast, probably you already know me. But if it's the first time and you stumble on this podcast because you were looking for information about moving to Canada, hello, my name is Alex, and you have to subscribe. Absolutely. You, you can't. Subscribe. Please subscribe. I need, Yay. I need your help. Anyway, that was pretty great. Thank you so much, guys, for checking this podcast. And. Subscribe to my channel, subscribe to SoundCloud if you want to keep track of the next podcast, the next episode. In the next episode, I'm going to release a lot of nice information to open the podcast to guests. Wow. And the guests can be you. I don't want to interview famous people because I don't have any connection with famous people. I want to interview you guys to learn your story, to learn your experience, and have a nice, nerdy talk all together. Sounds good, right? Yes. Sounds awesome. Yes. Well, thank you again, guys. <laughs> And as usual, I would say happy coding, but this is the Nerd Continuity Podcast. So happy nerding. Happy nerding.